Hello, New Jersey Devils fans, and welcome to the Locked On Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Julia Kender, and I'm here to bring you the latest and greatest in all Devils things, news, opinions, and analytics. So don't forget that you can subscribe to the Locked On Devils podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you receive your podcasts so that you don't miss an episode. All right, so today I'm going to really be talking about the game coming up um, tonight against Minnesota um, and doing some like comparisons of players, comparisons of the goalies. I'm also going to be talking about um, comparison of the teams, really, because statistic-wise, they're very comparable. Um, Their records are comparable, the way that they play is comparable, and statistically, they're pretty comparable. Um, The players on the team uh, can be compared to other players on the team. Um, like players on Minnesota can be compared to players on New Jersey very easily. Um, so I think tonight is going to be a very, uh, I don't want to say, I don't know. It's not going to be an easy game. That's for sure. It's going to be a very even game. That's the word I'm looking for. It's going to be like an even match there. And I, um, I'm pretty excited for it. I'm excited to see what the Devils can bring if their momentum from the Red Wings game is going to carry over, um, which hopefully it does. Um, I'm excited to see the Devils come out strong tonight, and I'm excited to see them take on a team of their own caliber and see what they can do because this team is very similar to the Devils, uh, Minnesota Wild They're very similar to the Devils. Um, So the fact that they're going up against each other is going to be interesting, to say the least. (laughs) Um, It'll be fun to see what the Devils can do um, with a team at their caliber, at their, uh, at at similar strengths. Um, Hopefully... They will be able to pull out a win tonight. I have a good feeling about this game. I have a feeling that they will be able to pull out a win. Um, And they just need to, you know, do everything right tonight. They need to do what they did in the Red Wings game and be able to dominate this game like they definitely can. They need to play well in front of their goalie. And they need to not let up. Um... That's something that was really good about the Red Wings game is that they didn't sit back on their lead. Um, they didn't like let up in the third period and kind of played defensive only. Um, that really worked for them. So I feel like that's something that needs to be done tonight is that uh, if they get a lead, they can't sit back on it because that's they have an issue with holding leads and maintaining leads. So I think that it'll be um, imperative for them to keep a lead once they get it tonight, if they get it tonight, um, and kind of build off of it rather than sit back with it. Okay, 
So now I'm going to get into, um, there's a little clip I want to play about Wayne Simmons talking about playing with the two rookies, uh, Boakfist and Hughes. Um, so I want to play that. Uh, just, yeah. It's been great playing with them. They're great players. And um, we're just trying to build the chemistry together, the three of us. So we do talk after every shift and what we want from each other. Um, it's not just me. You know, mm -hmm. it's them talking to me and everything like that. So I think it's, it's been good so far. For so I really like what Simmons is saying here, um, that it isn't him running the line. It's um, a combination of the three of them kind of working together, which is what lines need to be, which is what successful lines really are, is three players coming together to work together. Um, but I just like that the rookies aren't afraid to speak up. And they're not afraid to take charge and they aren't afraid to take the initiative um and they aren't really like i don't know they're they're stepping up and i really like that i really like the um the what wayne said about how it's the three of them i don't know i just really really like that clip it it just shows the leadership that Wayne Simmons has and his impact on these two rookies, um, as well as how comfortable the rookies feel with him. Um, the rookies feel comfortable enough to talk to him, to talk amongst the three of them and not sit back and let Wayne run the show. Um, so I think that that's really cool. Um, I really enjoyed that, and I hope you guys did too. All right, so Louis Domingue gets the start tonight. Um, it's his second start in a row, uh, giving Blackwood the night off, um, which is positive, I guess, for Blackwood because he gets a little bit more rest. I think it's smart that they're doing this um, and giving Deming the start because, like, honestly, it's a team that is very, uh, as I've been saying, comparable to the Devils. So it's not like they're playing against a really bad team. It's not like they're just, like, giving him a pity start. And it's not like they're putting him in against the Boston Bruins or someone who's going to dominate them. Um, they're giving him a fair chance to win this game. And they're giving him probably the best chance that they think that they can give him to win. Um, so I think that that's really strong. I think that it's strong uh, for the team because it's showing that we have a reliable backup now um, that can take over these games like this. Um, games that before Mackenzie Blackwood would have been playing and then he would have just been playing too much and it, it would have been burnout for Mackenzie Blackwood by December. Um, but now that we have a reliable backup, we can put him in and not think twice about it. Um, so I think that that's really positive for the Devils uh, and the Devils organization to have this player in Deming so that we have somebody to relieve Mackenzie Blackwood so that he isn't playing every single game like he had been. 
Um, it's also nice to have someone who we can reliably put in the net, um, who we can, you know, not worry about as much when we put them in um, and not expect a lose when we put them in. Um, we have a fighting chance to win this game. I really believe this. I really believe the Devils can win this game against Minnesota tonight. Um, so why the heck not? Like, why would they not win it? Why would they? They have everything set up to give them success. Um, they have a good goalie in net. They have the same lines as the Red Wings game. They have momentum coming off the Red Wings game. Um, like, they, they, they're given all of these pieces that they can win tonight. So I don't see why they don't go out and do it. I don't see how that happens, you know? So speaking of lines, I do want to read the lines off. Um, because even though they're the same, um, just want to make sure everybody knows what they are. Because um, they are still weird to me. Um, I know that they were the same from the Red Wings game. But that doesn't make them normal. <laughs> Um, just because they're the same two games, um, two games in a row doesn't mean they are what normal lines look like for the Devils, because these lines are nothing from, nothing normal about them, to put it lightly. So, the first line is pretty normal, actually, with Hall, Heeshear, and Paul Mary. The second line is Boakfast, Hughes, and Simmons, which I'm really starting to like. Third line, Sini, Zajac, Gusev, which I don't mind at all. Fourth line, Wood, Coleman, Hayden, which I do mind. I do think Brat should be in for Hayden. Um, however, I have a feeling Coach Hines scratched him again because they won, um, even though Brat was doing really well and shouldn't have been scratched in the first place. Um... If you want to hear me rant about that, you can keep listening because I probably will keep ranting about it. Or you can go to yesterday's podcast where I talked about it as well. Um, I don't think Brat should be scratched. Um, Brat has been one of the better players on the Devils. Um, he's been playing very consistently. And he has been showing that he belongs in the lineup. He's been a team player. He's been producing. Um there's just no reason in my mind for him to be scratched uh, both against the Red Wings and tonight against Minnesota. I understand John Hines is trying to keep things the same um, because they won in, in Detroit or against Detroit, sorry. Um, so why not win against Minnesota with the same factors? Um, however, Detroit is not Minnesota. They're not the same team. So I understand keeping things the same to an extent, but that doesn't mean you have to keep things the same every single time you win. Things have to change. Um, I also just think that Brad is a good player. I really like Jasper Brad as a player, as a person, and I think that he deserves to be in the lineup. Um, I think that he's proven that he deserves to be in the lineup. And I think that he really does deserve to be in the lineup. 
Um, based on his past uh, with the Devils, his past few games have been very strong. Um, I don't know what prompted Coach Hines to scratch Brat. Um, it really doesn't make too much sense to me. But I'm not a coach. <laughs> I don't coach in the NHL. I don't face a new team every other night. I, I, I don't know what his thought process is. So I can't speak for Coach Hines. Um, he didn't really speak about why he scratched Brat, so I can't even play a clip right now of why he scratched Brat. Um, I can just speak my own truth and speak my own opinions and say that I think that it's a little crazy to be scratching Jesper Brat right now. Um, but that being said, everything's staying the same. So this is like one of the first times that I'm seeing this from Coach Hines where things work, so he's not changing them. Um, earlier this season, if things worked, Coach Hines would then change everything. Um, I don't know if you guys like recall this, but there were a few times where they would win and then the next game people would be scratched and lines would be changed and it was just kind of chaos and it's like why are you changing things up when they work um so to see him giving the team a little bit of consistency is good um so i mean i guess they have that on their side um is the consistency between the Red Wings game and the Wild game tonight. Um, and I think that that's a positive step in the direction of Coach Hines. Um, speaking of coaches, I just want to go into really quickly, um, this has nothing to do with the Minnesota game tonight, but I was uh, a few games ago, or a few podcasts ago, sorry, I said something about how I think Mike Babcock would be a good fit for the Devils. I want to take that back. Um, I do not think he would be a good fit for the Devils, especially with how many rookies we have and how Mike Babcock has been exposed to how he treats his rookies. Um, if you haven't heard, he called out Mitch Marner and had him write a list of who he thinks was the most hardest to least hardest working in the locker room. And then he told the least hardest people in that Mitch put on his list that Mitch did that, um, which is very manipulative and very gross. And as somebody who advocates for mental health among players and safe locker rooms, um, it was disgusting and very hypocritical. Um, I do not like that, and I don't like the fact that he did that to Mitch Marner, uh, who was a rookie at the time, um, which is its own problem in itself. Um, I just, I don't like that he did this. I don't like that that's how he wants to play games. Um, I, I don't think it's right to be playing games among your own players in the locker room. And I don't want that coming to New Jersey. Uh, I might not like Coach Hines right now, but I'd rather have Coach Hines than somebody who manipulates players like that. 
Um, I don't want that in the devil's locker room. I don't want that for our rookies. I don't want that for our vets. Um, I don't want anybody put in a position like that. And I don't think that Mike Babcock would be a good fit. Um, And I know... I know I said that I think that he would be a good fit a few podcasts ago, so I just wanted to take that back. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so now let's talk about more about the game tonight. Yeah? Um, Let's get some stats up. Um, I want to do... So the goaltending comparison that I always do is going to be a little different considering Domingue has a single game played in the NHL this season. Um, So it's not going to be as um, accurate as, um, as it usually is because there is such a small sample size. But I do want to go into both the goaltenders for the um, Wild. So that's what I'm going to do. So, oops, sorry, I almost just exited out of my my notes. So Dubnik for the Minnesota Wild um, has a record of 4-8-2. His goals against average is 3.36, and his save percentage is 0.83. Three, eight nine three. Sorry, um, and Stalak has a record of five three and two. His goals against average is two point eight zero, and his save percentage is point nine zero seven. Deming has a record of one zero and zero, so a very small sample size. Um, his goals against average is point seven seven, and his save percentage is point nine six zero. So all of his stats are very good because he won so well um, against the New Jersey, or sorry, against the Detroit Red Wings. Um, So it's very hard to compare the goaltenders to Deming. But I did want to give you guys those stats so that you had them, um, so you can see what... um, what their goaltenders are about. Um, I'm going to actually read Mackenzie Blackwood's stats off too, just for comparison. Um, Mackenzie Blackwood is a 7, 6, and 3 record. Goals against average is 3.07, and save percentage is 0.898. So, yeah. Um, If we're comparing them to Mackenzie Blackwood, they're all very similar. Um... All of the stats are pretty similar. Like, they're only a few, like, Dubnik is only .00, like, 5 off of the save percentage of Blackwoods. Um, and Stalak is, like, .1 off of it. And their goals against average is all very similar as well. So if you're comparing them to Mackenzie Blackwood, even though he's not in net tonight, um, just to give you a little... little something to compare him to um yeah again it's very even it's going to be a very even match tonight um I believe I read some of the like leading goals and leading assists and leading 
point players yesterday. So instead, today, I'm going to read the last five games. Um, Zach Prese has four goals. However, Blake Coleman also has four goals. Ryan Suter has five assists. Nico Heeshear has three. Ryan Suter has five points. Taylor Hall also has five points. And Matt Dumba is a plus five. And Kyle Palmieri is a plus four. So, like I've been saying this entire podcast, it's going to be so even tonight. Like, it's going to be unbelievably even. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's a very low-scoring game. I wouldn't be surprised if it's very close. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it went into overtime. I'm not going to make any predictions because I feel like um, any predictions I make is not going to be sufficient because it, it, it could go either way tonight. So... I don't know. I think that this is going to be a very good game. It's going to be very um, fun. And I think that games like this where they're very evenly matched can be some of the best games that I watch in hockey. So hopefully the Devils can pull out a win tonight. Um, Yeah. So... That is about it for me today, guys. Really hope you enjoyed this one. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Do not forget to follow me on Twitter, both at JK underscore Kender, as well as at Locked on Devils. And send me some of your questions, uh, comments about the team, concerns about the coaching staff, for example, (laughs) um, to... Locked on Devils on Twitter, as well as LockedOnDevils at gmail.com for the mailbag this week. Um, Thank you again for listening, and go Devils!